0: Hi, I'm Clara, and this is the Practice with Clara podcast, where we go into yoga philosophy and how it makes your life better. Subscribe to the podcast. Hi, I'm Clara, and welcome to the Practice with Clara podcast. I'm sitting with my co-host extraordinaire, Steph, and uh, we are closing out the year. So we thought it it might be nice for us to kind of reflect on everything that's happened this year, because I would say that at the beginning of this year, we didn't have a podcast. We didn't have a lot of things. So we thought we would spend the last, yeah, the last podcast reflecting on all that's come before. So I'm going to put it to you, Steph, first of um, kind of, yeah, reflecting on joining the Practice of Clara team and, uh, and COVID and all the things. <laughs>
1: Uh, Cool. So I guess I'll start with my beginnings with the company. So in January 2020 was when I officially came on around 10 to 15 hours a week. And I was just going to help write and blog. And that was all I did until March, which was awesome. Um, In February, I was in Thailand and I just remember doing blog posts and writing class write-ups for you. And we were already talking online which is interesting cuz then i got back from thailand and 2 weeks later covid hit and everything was pushed online permanently um and that was when we came up with the podcast and we started doing the instagram stories to kind of keep keep a touch point with the community because it was interesting that when covid hit we were in our teacher training the 300 hour and that all shut down and it was a little well it was a shock to everyone um, but especially being pulled out of that immersive experience, it was really nice to drop in uh, and start the podcast and have that conversation going, and just seeing all the people who were joining us to watch and liking our, our yeah, the stories that the practice with Clara was creating, and the I'm, feedback I'm, we received. I'm going to jump.
0: I'm just going to jump in for a second, just because um, as you're saying that, I'm also remembering like when everything went online everybody and their mother that we know started to teach online, right? Remember IG, you could take a yoga class, I felt like almost once an hour. And um, we had just actually launched the apps uh, at that point. And so I remember us talking about it. And I was like, I don't think I want to offer classes because there's already so much amazing um, content being offered, uh, A, on on our apps, and then B, our whole community. So uh, I remember thinking about like, what should we do to remain connected to the community? Yes. And so, um, I know that as we, as I sat with it, I was thinking about our conversations, you and I, staff over the years of how we would meet and talk about philosophy, and um, how after the uh, teacher training had been shut down, we were like, "But we still wanna, we still wanna yes. talk." So we decided that philosophy might be a a different avenue to kind of remain connected to the community because as we know, you know, through the big questions that philosophy asks, it teaches us or gets us to reflect on like what's most important for us, right? And I think especially as we went into lockdown, it was like, what, besides what's important, like what do we do?
1: Do you remember the day, because... Instagram was so saturated with classes and content we were kicked off the talk three times we kept getting the message that was like there's too many things because of all the classes and people oh, going yeah. live do you remember that yeah. and that yeah. was when we took the talks off Instagram and started the official practice with Clara podcast That yeah, was in, exactly yeah, yeah. And that was
0: Alejandro's idea, I think. We had we hadn't yes. even thought about it being a podcast. We just kind of wanted to get together and 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 share our thoughts and our experience of all that was happening. So it was cool. That's the other like joyful thing about uh having a having a business partner because uh who's also my life partner of uh recognizing and, and taking it kind of the next level. Cause yeah, I feel like we got kicked off quite a few times. we're like, what yes. do we
1: do? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then all the, the technicalities of setting up for the podcast, that was a whole learning curve that I personally feel we've moved miles from where we began, which is so cool just to see the the longevity of the conversations, all the people we got to meet, and the engagement from our listeners has been so special to when I was looking back over the last like eight months of of having been doing this together once a week. I guess. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. And then just uh, just to kind of give everybody a a background in terms of of what our technical how we moved along technically it's kind of fun because we're actually back on zoom today, but we started on zoom and, and we record, um, the sound kind of comes and goes. So we record on external mics, which is what you're seeing in my frame here. And we also record on our phones. So that way we have two backups because you just never know with the internet. And I felt (laughs) like, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, everybody and their mother was online. And I think I'm sure that all the internet companies were like struggling in terms of bandwidth. Uh So we started there and then we went to, um, uh, there are apps, just PS, if you're ever thinking about starting a podcast, there are apps that actually will do everything for you. We, we used one called Riverside, um, which had it pros and cons, uh, but was very helpful. And so, yeah, the, the evolution of this podcast has been really interesting. Yeah. And then the other part of it, I guess we're, we're just going to, let's just jive on this a little bit more is like, Steph and I started just the two of us and then Alejandro was like, well, why don't you bring some guests on? And we're like, okay, we love having more conversations. So uh, the first person we brought on was my dad, who also loves philosophy. And so uh, I wanted us to kind of share, you know, maybe a couple of key moments that we both enjoyed on the podcast. And so, um, Steph, if you've got one right now, uh, share it. And if not, then maybe take a hot minute to think about what were some of the highlights.
1: I loved the talk, and it was in the middle of summer when we came out of lockdown, and we were talking about Vishuda, the fifth chakra, and it was me, mm. you, and Shiv. We met at the office yes. and had the round table, and it was just the three of us talking about like mythology and speech and sound, and your dad shared all these stories. It was part of the, 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 the chakra series that we featured yes, for seven weeks in the summer. That was really fun.
0: Yeah, I would say that one. I would also say I really enjoyed um, the talk with um, Lex about boundaries and how to create them uh, not only in your own life, but also when you're holding space. And so I thought that the insight that we both shared. And it was cool because we're, uh, if you haven't listened to the podcast, Lex is a, uh, a Reiki master and she, uh, leads trainings for Reiki as well as, as, as does them, um, as for clients. But, uh, we, yeah, we're in different realms yet. A lot of the boundaries were actually quite similar so that, or the, the way that we create boundaries was very similar. So that was, I feel like a highlight that I remember.
1: Yeah. And you each spoke to how you create space for students, which I appreciated as teachers teaching other teachers and students. It was really cool to hear from like a Reiki energetic side and then also the physical side with yoga. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would say another, another highlight was having, uh, Carolyn, uh, on the, on the podcast as she and I have been, um, have partnered in teacher training for many, many years. It was like really fun to jive with her in terms of remembering, you know, we've led trainings kind of all over the world and, and the difference of having them uh, immersive, meaning that 25 days in a row or like Steph, you did our training where we did it over four months. Yes, um, We did like a week long over four months. So that was, it was cool to reflect on that with her. We had some good moments, hey?
1: Yes. And another, <laughs> as you're talking, one more that I loved was uh part of our Ayurveda month with Maria Gare. Oh, yes. Just because she's so fiery and strong, and she came in and totally owned it. I felt like we didn't even need to ask her anything. I was just kind of absorbing everything she was saying. That was a really great and informative month of uh, interviews that we did with Ali, Ali Kramer, Insia, Finn, Alex, Jean, and Maria.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a fun month, and I felt like I don't know if you've been listening to the podcast long, but um, kind of our evolution also where we had a little bit more direction. I feel like by the time we got to November, we were like, yes. okay, we have a, a stronger sense. So, because neither of us have ever been on podcasts or have have uh, hosted podcasts, so I felt like that was another cool part of our own evolution was to see. Um, a, how we worked together, because we we chat with each other, but then having a third person come on, I think, took us a minute to kind of figure yeah. that out. But I think I feel like by the time we got to November, we were like in a really, really good groove. And so that being said... Um, unfortunately we're actually this is going to be our last podcast for a while because yes. it's uh it's quite time consuming to do these yes. as you've already heard in terms of the technical uh side of things and also we really want to uh focus on creating more content and specifically i do because um as most of you know i'm a new mom and so i don't have the bandwidth i used to have so we've been talking, the three of us, Steph, Alejandro, and I have been talking about ways of kind of uh, maximizing the time that I do have. And so uh, we put out a survey in November. And I think almost, yeah, 400 people responded. So to those of you who responded, thank you so much. It was so informative. And I think one of the biggest uh, requests that we had was more vinyasa yoga, more heating practices, longer practices. And so um, what we are doing, we've heard all of your requests, and we have a nice long list, and we're going to move through all of them. But the biggest one uh, that we're going to focus on in January for this 30-day challenge are longer, fiery vinyasa classes and... The exciting part is we're going to go live or we're going to try to go live. We're going to see how it goes. We're going to test it out, but we have I have a really good feeling that it's going to be perfect and and so I'm so stoked to kind of come back to the mat in this way and and definitely uh I've been offering not as fiery practices in the last 8 months because I'm just waiting or not waiting, but I'm allowing my body to heal from childbirth and I am now ready to go. So, um we are so stoked to take, you know, take the platform to the next level with live classes. We'll be doing those once a week and there'll be an hour long fiery vinyasa. And, and then that being said, I always, you know, offer lots of modifications. So uh, if you're not feeling super fiery, feel free to still tune in. I'll offer you other ways of of moving with us that are uh, more cooling if that, that is what you need. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and let's let's go backwards and talk about the inaugural thirty day challenge that we launched in June in the middle of lockdown. Like we've done three since since I joined. This will be our since third we started 30-day really since yeah, we started since we started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that was one of the requests in the survey is that we keep doing the challenges to hold people accountable. That accountability yep. and motivation were two of the highlights. That we pulled from the, the survey that was sent out and those two things I feel are delivered in the challenge.
0: I agree. Yes. I agree. And we're also taking it. Um we're I'll keep I'm just gonna keep going back to the the January one because what's making this one different than the other two is that we're really going to bring more of the accountability yes. um piece into it because a lot of people you know, kind of vocalize. And I would agree. I mean, I don't know about you, Steph, but like when you know that you, that you are being held accountable, you're more likely to do whatever it is that you're supposed to do. And so, um, for this one specifically, we're kind of, we're taking it to the next level in terms of accountability. We created, I think, Yeah, in the first one, we had the Facebook page where we write the journaling questions and and people, some people wrote in and some people were like, I don't really want to share those journaling questions. So um, we're changing the format of the way that we're sharing daily on the Facebook group. And then that being said, for those of you who are not on social media, because that was another – request is on every single class for the 30 day challenge, you'll see a comment box. If you're on a, uh, on, a, if you're on the um, desktop, it's the middle, it's the middle column. It'll, it'll show you all the information. Then if you kind of look just below the screen of the class, it'll say, um, comments you can click on there. And we'd love you to just literally write the comment. Yes. Like, yes, I did it. And, um, and or to share anything that you want to share in terms of the experience. But that's another point that we're holding, um, people accountable. And then the third one, which uh, Steph had brought up, which I love, is we're going to create a new way of being held accountable where we'll send you a text message every single day. Steph, do you want to go into that a little bit more?
1: Yeah. And this also ties into motivation. So there's a service, it's called Community, where you can get text messages every day um, to check in and they can be inspiring, little quotes or just whatever, like words of wisdom from Clara. And what we're thinking is that for this challenge, if you sign up for the text messaging service, this is how you'll receive the daily class. You can text back and say, yes, I did the class. Like, we're going to get all of your messages. Um, Yeah, and that stay motivated, inspired, connected to to us, community, connected to Clara, and then held accountable, however you want to choose to do that for yourself. Clara, I wanted to ask you how you hold yourself accountable. Like, what are you, what are things that you do um, that keep you kind of honoring the rituals or processes you've set up?
0: It's a good question. It definitely looks different than it did before. And so the biggest, the biggest point that I'm making for myself right now is acceptance and surrendering. um, So that if uh, I'm not able to make it to the mat that day. My baby's not sleeping, you know, like whatever, or she didn't sleep the night before and I need to sleep. Um, that if I can't make it to my mat, then at least I'll do something else for five minutes that's mindful. And so that could be while I'm cooking right. dinner, I'm taking five deep breaths, really nice and slow and feeling my feet. And so, um, that would be one way that I hold myself accountable is that, that, it doesn't matter what it looks like that day that at least I take five minutes for myself to have a good breathe. And that could be while I'm doing something else. Um, I have reminders in my phone a lot of the time. I put them in my calendar and then they'll pop up kind of to remind me because sometimes you forget. I mean, yeah, I forget. And smart. then all of a sudden it's 9 p.m. and you're like, what just happened to that day? So um, reminders in my phone is really, really helpful. And then the other uh, piece uh, is that Alejandro and I uh, hold each other accountable. And so what we've been doing as of lately is we actually have a sticky note that we put in the bathroom that has what what our goals were of that day. And then we ask each other while we're brushing our teeth. So if you have somebody in your life that. <laughs> that you brush your teeth with, that would be one way of doing it. And or just having that post-it note um, there to uh, remind you. And one thing that Alejandra, I'll just put it out to the folks that uh, he said, and that I was like, right, we need to remember is to move that sticky note around, because if you keep it in the same place, you actually stop seeing it, right? So to move it around. um, So then that way it kind of catches your eye in a different, in a different place. And so it'll also help you um, stay accountable. And so kind of, again, coming back to the 30 day challenge is that we'd love you to show up to your mat every day for the practice. But again, you know, life happens and whatever. And so if you can't make it to your mat that day, love and surrender and forgiveness to yourself and uh, choose something else to do for at least five to 10 minutes. You can do it while you're brushing your teeth because you do that usually twice a day, is to choose to breathe and to become more present, right? Steph, do you have any any hacks in terms of... Uh, of accountability that you might want to share?
1: Yeah, I'm really visual. So I create lists. I love writing in my planner and then checking things off. That's also why this time for the 30 day challenge, this was a request, but we created a branded calendar that everyone can, everyone's going to get and you can download and print it off. And if you're like me, that like scratching and creating (laughs) marks on the things that you've checked off, I love it. Um, Or you can do
0: stickers. I love stickers.
1: Yes. Anything that's visual. And so you can see the progress. Um, And I call, my sister and I have like weekly check-ins where we, because I I live alone. I don't have a brushing post-it note partner. I love that. It's so cute. Um, But yeah, having a buddy that you can like do a 10 minute Zoom call with. Like, hey, did you get your, so it helps having community. But for me, it's very visual. Like I've, people can see. If you're watching this, you'll see behind me, I've I wanna finish a poetry book. So I've taped up all of my poems on my wall so I can see what I'm creating. I think it's really important to visualize. And it's that works with the yoga, because as you keep coming to your mat, your body's gonna change. Muscles lengthen yes. and strengthen, and you'll start to see the results and feel the results of the practice, which is so powerful um, for me anyway. Okay. I feel the same. I feel the exact same. Yes.
0: And also the community component to it. Um, I feel, at least for me, I've been craving, and I know you and I, we've definitely chatted about that in the last, like, couple months, um, where it's just, I miss, like, hugging people. Yes. (laughs) Besides my baby and my husband. Uh, and uh, So one other question that I have in terms of reflection, because I I asked you to reflect on the year, and then I I jumped in because I wanted to share (laughs) as well, but... For you, Steph, what would you say would be like three big takeaways of this year in terms of community, COVID, wow. all the fun things?
1: Um, I would say like keep keep moving. Like one thing I love about this team is that it's very agile. Like we try something, see if it works. If it doesn't, we just keep moving. Like we reflect yes. on what kind of didn't work. And then you just keep putting the next foot forward. So the agility, I love that. Uh, Same thing with our community. Our community pivoted from Instagram to Facebook, to the podcast. Like there's just this momentum online with people that I've loved being a part of. Um, The conversations like in the podcast and in the Facebook group, like yeah. seeing people respond to the journaling questions and we're going to have that again we're sw- we're adding to it this time we're going to ask for more visual media photos and videos not just written responses cuz People were adding photos last time and showing these beautiful landscapes, like and pet (laughs) pictures and videos. Oh, the pet
0: one! It's my favorite.
1: The thing about practicing at home that's been really cool is like seeing everybody in their environment and getting to like get a little taste of who people are and their natural element, how they've designed their surroundings. Um.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and I would say I would say just kind of building on that of like, how do we? that we have even though we're stuck at home and and it's we have the ability to create and find beauty wherever we are. Yes. And so uh you know you can make an altar by quite simply just lighting a candle. There was I there was a couple people who had that. Uh do you remember in our last 30-day challenge it was just like a candle at the front of their mat with I think like their mala beads or something yes. like that and so um another invitation is to create ritual around your practice to add a little bit of beauty and whether that is yeah just lighting a candle or putting some photographs in front of you of people that you miss hugging yes. um you know like just to yeah to make it a little bit more sacred so it it not forces but it invites us to become a little bit more present with what it is that we're doing and so the way that we share that in our community on on uh on on all the platforms has been amazing in terms of the visual component because at least for me I see like the same thing every day so seeing yes. other people's point of view is like it's just so inspiring you know so yeah. um yeah i feel like and it's been great it's been great the survey was so good in terms of giving us more direction I mean we had a sense of where we were going to go but I just we really we really want to serve you guys uh, as best as we can and give it give you what it is that you need and what's so cool is a lot of things that you guys had said in terms of community in terms of the class structure and how long classes are we're exactly like the on point with where we're going so I also love that part is that even though I don't get to see you guys um we're still we're still kind of you know we're breathing the same air we're like picking up on the same vibe so yeah I just at least for me that's like been my favorite part about about this is yeah because sometimes I I'm sure you do this stuff like you'll go you'll teach a class back when that was happening in real life and then you'd go to another class and like the person's teaching almost the same theme yes and you're like
1: we're thinking about the same
0: thing and so uh, I felt like a lot of the questions on the survey or the a lot of the answers on the survey, and you're like, cool, yes, we're on the same wavelength. That's so awesome.
1: I feel like too, just like um, listening to you with the, like the back in the day when we were doing public classes, Clara, like the the intimacy that's being created, like I know it's not the same as being in a physical room with people, but just what's being shared Why you specifically? Because it's why people come to your classes. They want to be with the teacher held in that ceremonious space and safe space. And even though we are online, I feel like you've really opened up and shared a lot about your personal life, which is, and the same thing with the commentary on social media is like, people are really receptive to that. They want to hear like what you're doing and what you're feeling. And that kind of feedback loop has been really it's intimate. It is is kinda what I'm thinking. And one of the things that we're doing differently with the live classes, um, when they're released, is having like a tea with Clara after class. So even mm-hmm. though with the, the platform, the live classes, you won't be able Clara won't be able to see us, but we'll be able to see her and we're all gonna sit after class and like have a tea and you can add your questions and ask Clara like, you know, whatever her whatever you wanna ask, really. And that's unique because there's not that same intimacy in a public class. Like there is, but it's a different context. Do you know? Do you kind of get my, what I'm saying now?
0: I do. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't replace us being physically together in terms of uh, feeling each other. But yeah, I think that this is the next step and it's, yeah, it's, I mean, if you had asked me like two years ago, if I was ever to be teaching live classes on the internet, I would definitely have said no, um, because there's nothing better than, than being together. But yes, this is, I feel like, I think it's going to be the second best thing, um, for, for it. And, uh, the part about sharing, it's so interesting about sharing my own life is like for many years. And, and I would say a lot of the teachers that inspire me, don't share, um, don't share their personal lives because, part of, part of teaching is quite simply like facilitating and creating space for people to be in their own experience. And their reasoning is that you don't bring in your own personal component too much into it because it can take people out of their experience. But that being said, you know, there are other teachers whom I love who, who, who share their personal experience in order to remind people that we are all bozos on this bus and that we're all struggling or it's experiencing very similar things. And so, um, I would say that being pregnant, you know, kind of like having, I, I didn't have a great pregnancy. It was actually very uncomfortable for me and Uh, I felt like I actually needed to share that because everybody I know who's been pregnant had amazing, most of them had amazing pregnancies. And so I started to actually talk about my pregnancy more in terms of that, because there are also people who don't have a great pregnancy. And so I felt like it was kind of important to shatter the the thought of um, that all pregnancy is good all the time. And it's not. I mean, I'm glad I went through it, but I am I had somebody ask me a couple of days ago, like, oh, are you going to have another kid? I was like, one and done. We're so good. One and done. Wrapping <laughs> this up. We're on to the next project. We're good. You know, and I love my baby so much. But anyway, so I felt like as I was kind of vocalizing that people were really appreciating it. So it kind of, it kind of shed a different light. And I I feel like I've also been more ready to share my own experience and also because We need more intimacy because we're not physically intimate. You know what I mean? Yes. That brings up that conversation we were having with uh, Ali Maz about um, how when when I hold space, I don't talk about my experience, but I kind of share the feeling of my experience. And that definitely can't be translated online. So I think that I'm also the context of sharing more of my own personal life as a way of building intimacy because...
1: I can't touch you. (laughs) Hmm. Clara, what are you most excited for um, in 2021 in terms of what's coming up for you and what you want to provide your offering for the community?
0: Hmm. Uh, I'm most excited about where I'm most excited about the live classes. And then hopefully at some point, I'm going to call them the alive classes when we are together Um, if that happens I feel like maybe in the fall it's going to happen with this vaccine I mean I don't know who knows Um, but I'm stoked about the live classes in in a way of it's going to also challenge me because I've been doing online classes for I'd say 14 years but I've never done them live so I'm excited for the challenge of kind of bridging the gap between doing the online classes which to me is my own more of my own personal practice and then having my my students there and feeding off them so i feel like i'm excited for the challenge to explore those two realms and bringing them together and i feel like i'm always down for a challenge because it makes you it makes me a better teacher yes. and i feel like i've had so many challenges in my teaching experience which has been so amazing so i would say that would be the number 1 component the number 2 component is hopefully that the borders open up and we get to start traveling again because i'd also love to start shooting yeah. in beautiful places again cuz a i love being in beautiful places and b um i don't know about you but taking a yoga class online and seeing a beautiful place yes. can allow you to be transported to that place and so um fingers crossed that we'll be able to the borders will open up soon and we'll be able to go somewhere else besides my living room <laughs> to be honest um so i would say that would be the second thing that i'm super stoked about and then the third thing i'm super stoked about is is learning and building this, building our building our community in all channels and all facets in a way that hopefully feels more cohesive to all of us, yes. and um, for us to get to know each other more and to share more, and in whatever way, shape, or form that looks like, whether it's like the Facebook page or whether or not it's just the comments on the app or uh, this text messaging. I'm kind of excited about because yeah. I'll be receiving all your text messages back and. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Let's build some let's build some intimacy and let's uh, let's take each other to um, to a deeper space, not only within ourselves, but in our global community. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I have, so one more question, and this is kind of going back to the 30 day challenge Um because we were talking about offline, like the power of showing up every day and doing something, but even when you don't want to do it. And it's kind of like what you were saying around, I didn't make it today because of my baby or I'm not feeling well or whatever. So it's five minutes. Yes. But what, what for you has shifted either physically, mentally, emotionally when you committed to your practice every mm. single day? And this, yeah. is what, this is what we want people to take away from the, the 30-day challenge is the, the alchemy. The transform the transformative process, and this is what you offered in your intensives before
0: the morning before, intensives, yeah, yeah, before COVID. Yeah, I think that um, my intention and where I'd like you to put your in- attention in this thirty um, day challenge, especially if if this is the first one that you're doing with us, is an opportunity to drop into yourself, and what I mean by that is letting go of the to-do list, what needs to happen later, what happened before, the conversation you had with your family, whatever it is, for five minutes or maybe 65 minutes, right? You have this opportunity to kind of allow all that to wash away. Um, And I find when I do that on a daily basis versus like once a week, I am a way better human. And yeah. so what does that mean for me? The biggest thing that means for me is my relationship is in relationship. And so um I am a very fiery person and my fire is amazing when it's directed in the right dur- right place, but if it's not, then you know, I can be a hothead, I can kind of be all over the place, I can get defensive, I can um and so I can, you know, kind of like nitpick or or bite. <laughs> and so If I do at least five minutes a day and ideally longer than that, then whatever comes my way is like not as much of a big deal. So my anxiety and stress levels go down. And also I am a better loving, patient human to everybody else. So yeah, I would say the physical practice is awesome and it's really nice to burn a good sweat and to feel good in our bodies. And with that, we step off the mat into the world and we are loving, patient, you know, way more relaxed would be the other yes. thing. And especially, I feel like the holidays coming up and this year, I don't know, I've been a ball of stress and anxiety, not for all of it. And so we, I wanted January to be a time to be like, ah! like, let us free ourselves <laughs> from the intensity that came before and to prepare us. Cause we still, we don't know what's coming uh, in terms of uh, this pandemic. So I feel like it'll prepare us for like the next chapter. It's kind of like a, a way to kind of shift gears. And so my, my intention for all of us is to take time for ourselves so that we can be um, better humans and I'm saying that for myself as well that's actually my intention we've already written our intentions for next year and the biggest one for me and my husband really is supporting me on this is to create more time for myself I have yeah. such a hard time doing that right now because of the baby and because of uh of having of owning our own business that it's like by the end of the day I you know sometimes it's hard for me to even take five minutes so this is like this is I'm selfishly also stoked about doing the 38 mm-hmm. challenge because mama needs it You know, like (laughs) pre-baby, I used to get on my mat often, but as of lately, you know, and that's why it's like, well, five minutes while I brush my teeth, here I go. Yeah. Steph, what's your, we always talk about like our, in the group, we always talk about like what our intention is. And so what's your intention for the 30 day challenge?
1: Mm. Um... I mean, I would say like just simply to practice every day, but I'm already doing that. So I feel like mine is to be present for other people. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the reasons I love my role on this team is I get to every day, it doesn't matter what day, I'm talking to all sorts of different people from all over (laughs) the world, which is really nice considering our landscape has become really, really small. So I think... Mine is just to be present and attuned to all the other people who are doing this with us and just feeding that conversation through the newsletter, the text messaging, Instagram, Facebook, like all the different ways we're going to start seeing people um, reach out with the challenge as every single time. So hopefully that momentum keeps building and we see more photos and videos. I want to, I really want to get some people more sending in their visuals and all the lovely places.
0: Yeah. All over the world. Yes. Thank you everybody. Um, for those of us who there's quite a few of you who've been, uh, listening to the podcast and giving us wonderful feedback around it and, and know that we will We will do it when we can when we have the bandwidth we'll be putting out podcasts every so often they just won't be once a week because yeah we want to put our focus on on building and creating more wonderful yoga to hopefully inspire you to stay on your mat uh more often through the week and um yeah we're around like we're we're not going anywhere and we're still going to keep the conversation going but it'll be more in the written form um than in the verbal form at least for now And so, uh, you can always reach out to us in all those ways that we just, uh, mentioned and, uh, yeah, may you have a wonderful, um, holiday season and, uh, hopefully you'll come join us, uh, the 30 day challenge and invite everybody. So the other thing, the other component about the 30 day challenge we didn't talk about is I really wanted it to be accessible to all people. So it doesn't, it's free free for everybody. But that being said, make sure that you cancel your membership a week or two before the 30 day challenge is over so that, um, you don't continue on with the membership if you don't want it or stay with us and, and, uh, and enjoy the ride. Cause February is actually, I'm going to say it's kind of really exciting. I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen, <laughs> but we've got some really, really fun uh, classes yeah. and topics that we're going to get into for that for February. And, um, yeah, we're stoked to see you on the mat and, and uh and don't be a stranger like stay stay connected to us we we love you and and we want to we want to keep giving you energetic versus physical hugs yeah Steph always a pleasure sister sitting with you and um and sharing space and I'll be sad that we're not sharing our conversation with everybody (laughs) else but we'll continue ours and then when it's time we'll be bringing on we've got a couple people in the mix in terms of podcasts that uh, we'll have coming up. So definitely stay tuned for that. And then, oh, one last thing I forgot about this is I recorded a bunch of uh, live classes, just the audio part of them uh, back in January when I was doing physical classes. So we're actually going to release those as MP3s here on the podcast channel. And so um, I would, I generally recommend it with you to listen if you've been taking either my class live or you've been taking my class online for many years just because there's no visual component to it but what's kind of nice about it is because it's an mp3 you can listen to it without needing the screen so um, we'll have that and they'll also be free they'll be accessible so if for whatever reason you're not able to um, stay with us on on practice with clara you can also hear these classes for free so we'll have those coming up uh, probably i think in february or march is when they'll be edited and ready to go
1: well, Thank happy, you. Happy Claire. New Year, Happy Holidays, yes. Steph.
0: And uh, I'm giving you a, a, I'm giving you a virtual hug, and and uh, I'll I'll see you on the mat in January. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Today's podcast was brought to you by the Practice with Clara app. That's mine. I've created almost a hundred yoga classes for you to do at home or on the go, and they're available to you on your favorite device, including mobile, desktop, and TV. These classes include Vinyasa, Slow Flow hatha, restorative, yin, mantra, meditation. I also just had a baby, so I created prenatal yoga for all four trimesters. So head over to clararobertsos.com join to learn more or search for the Practice with Clara app at your favorite app store. There's a seven-day free trial, so no commitment. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast. We've got lots of good stuff in store for you. Until next time, namaste.